Do you desire to pray more for your spouse? Do you desire to pray more with your spouse? We understand that you may not know where to start, or maybe you feel uncomfortable praying, or maybe you don't know what to pray, or maybe you simply want to add something more to your current prayer life. This is why we wrote The Marriage Gift, 365 Prayers for Our Marriage. We desire that it would be used as a daily reminder and catalyst for you and your spouse to grow a dynamic and consistent prayer life together. This book is a compilation of 365 unique and powerful prayers that cover a range of diverse topics that every marriage deals with. You can read it alone, or ideally, you read it with your spouse. Also, we hope that the topics that are brought up in these prayers would become a starting point for deeper and more intimate conversations with your spouse and a desire to seek God on these matters together. Visit themarriagegift.com today and order your copy and give your marriage the greatest gift, powerful and meaningful prayer. Visit themarriagegift.com today. Hey, we're Aaron and Jennifer Smith with Marriage After God. Helping you cultivate an extraordinary marriage. And today we're going to give you 10 verses you can pray over your spouse. So today we're going to give you our 10 verses that we like to pray over each other, but we want to hear from you. So be sure to leave a comment with your favorite verses that you use to pray for one another. With today's episode being about prayer, we thought it'd be so cool to remind you guys that we have these resources for you. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. 31 prayers for my husband and 31 prayers for my wife. Um, this is just to get you in the habit of praying for mm-hmm. each other. And there's 31 um, unique, specific prayers to different yeah. areas of your spouse's life. And there's also journal spaces to make them personal. So you can ask your spouse, mm-hmm. hey, what do you need prayer for this week? Or you know, what's on the top of your heart and your mind that you want to pray for your spouse so that you can make those um, very special and unique to you. Yeah, we've had thousands of couples go through these already. And we- we just want to invite you to be one of those couples. So uh, thanks for joining us this week. We're going to get into some prayers that, um, some verses that we like to pray. Um, we don't pray them every single time, but these are, uh, this is a way of praying that um, helps us get out of the rut of like, oh, I don't know what to pray for. Um, you know, what better than going into the word of God and praying what the word of God says over our spouse. So Aaron and I each have five verses that we're going to share. So we're kind of, we'll popcorn in. You do one, I do one, you do one, I do one. But these are not um, specific to a husband and a wife. You guys can take Mm -hmm. all 10 of these verses and, uh, you know, get them prepared so that you can pray for your spouse with them. Print Mm -hmm. them out if you have to. Write them down. uh, Bookmark your Bible. Whatever you Mm -hmm. need. Um, By the way, that reminds me to encourage you to get your Bibles out. This episode, we're going to be digging through some scripture. So get out your Bibles. At least 10. Yeah, go through them with us. (laughs) And uh, we just want to encourage you. that The reason we're doing this is this is just a a spiritual practice. You know, not only... are we to be praying daily for in all things and for everything and praying for our spouse? But, you know, if we can get in the practice of just praying the word of God, you know, which is the will of God, it's, this is what he desires. And just, you know, learning this skill so that we can be, you know, have our prayers be more dynamic. They can be more pointed, more directed. Um, you know, not that the more, you know, the better we pray, the more God's going to hear us. But it's just a spiritual practice and discipline of knowing the word of God and learning how to use it in our life, you know, and asking God, say, God, you know, you say this in your word in Proverbs or in, you know, Galatians. And, you know, I desire that for my spouse mm-hmm. and for myself. So this is just a spiritual practice. Um, there's nothing magical about this. I don't think praying scriptures versus praying something that isn't, you know, directly a verse um, is going to be any more powerful or less powerful. It's the idea of just getting in practice of praying what the word of God's already said, because we know that this is the will of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and desiring that for each other. And desiring that for each other. Mm-hmm. So, you know, take 
take it as that. It's a, it's a spiritual practice that we're going to be wa- walking through today. So before we get started, would you just be able to share a little bit about why we wanted to talk about prayer today? Like, why is prayer impactful mm. for marriage? Uh, well, we have been, ever since the beginning, we, prayer has been a, an integral part of our marriage. Uh, even during our dating time, we prayed. Uh, even in the hardest season of our life, it seemed like prayer was the only thing we had. Yeah. It was the only way we, we kept to ourselves from spiraling out of controls. You know, we would get our minds back on, okay, you know, God loves us and he's helping us and he's going to feed us out. Even though it seemed like our prayers weren't being answered at the time, he was answering them in his own way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the, we, we, you know, we have these books, the prayer, you know, the prayer books, and we have prayers for our children and prayers for future spouse books. And um, with the reason we wrote those is the same reason that we're talking about prayer today is that prayer is so integral to the, just the Christian life. Mm-hmm. And it's so necessary for the Christian marriage. Um, you know, God desires us to be praying always and for everything. Mm-hmm. And so we just, it's a, we're probably going to talk about prayer in many episodes. Um, but this is a fun one just to, as, to be a tool, a resource for everyone that's watching um, and listening to use in their own prayer life, their own prayer journey, um, to get better at praying for your spouse, for others. And, and even though that we have all these resources and that we are such an mm-hmm. advocate for um, couples to be praying for one another, we're not the best at it. Like it's been a, a, an area of struggle, <laughs> even though since the beginning it has been foundational in our relationship, it's still one of those things that we have to be reminded of ourselves. So I feel like this is mm-hmm. a really encouraging episode even for me because I want to hear it. I want to be reminded. I want my heart to be encouraged and inspired yeah. to to be praying for you and to remember that you have a role of leading me and, and leading our family. And of course, the, if you're doing that, then I'm he's going to want to attack. And so I need to be on guard as your wife to be yeah. praying for you and encouraging you. And, you know, I, I just, I love the the idea of praying scripture over you because these words are powerful. They are God. It's God's yeah, word. You even, you even told me before we started this, you're like, Hey, we need, let's, let's pray these today. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, let's, you know, cause we, we need the reminder too. Yeah. Um, you might look in at our life and say, Oh, they've got prayer figured out or they're so good at prayer. But you know what? We forget. Like we go to bed and we're like, Oh man, we, I haven't even like we need to stop and pray. Yeah. Um, so there's nights that we don't, and then there's nights that we do, and then we get into a, a, a routine of it, a habit of it. And, and so that's kind of what we're, we want to do is we want to you know, encourage ourselves, encourage you to get in a habit of prayer, make mm-hmm. it a part of our life, make it a part of our marriage, and believe that what we ask from God when it's in His will, mm-hmm. we will receive it. Because that's what the scriptures tell us. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to, you know, we want to practice praying in His will. We want to practice praying mm-hmm. for everything, for all things. So... Uh, yeah, that's why we're doing it. it. It's always been a part of our life. We believe that um, it's necessary and it is necessary. And so we're going to talk about it. And I think maybe I can just jump right into my first verse and then yeah. you can do yours next. So my first verse um, that I like to pray over you is in Proverbs chapter 3 and it's verses 5 through 6. So it's right here. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. And so what's good about this, especially you being a mom and a wife and like, you know, we have three kids with one on the way and just um, hormones and the, the, the call of life and motherhood and all the things that happen during the day. Um, it's good for you to be reminded just to trust in the Lord mm-hmm. and to rest in him. And, and to, you know, how many times are you like, I don't understand how, you know, what I'm supposed to be doing, like, especially when it comes to our parenting. Um, so, I mean, of course, this would be good for me also, but praying that God would just give you understanding and that you would just trust in him so that throughout the day when you're you're doing life, when you're walking as a mother and as a wife and as a friend, that um, you would, you know, lean on him 
and not your own understanding. Did you know that's one of my favorite verses? No, I did not know I that. that. We've married for 11 years and I didn't know that. <laughs> um, but that was the first verse I came up with. And you know, the, the second part of this is acknowledging him and it will make your path straight. Mm-hmm. So those days that it feels confusing, like what am I supposed to be doing yeah. as a mom, as a wife, as you know, just as a friend or in life. And when we lean on God and when we trust in him, he just he he makes it straight. He gives us peace and all those all those things. So praying so this good. for you, yeah. you know, praying that you would lean on God is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't force you to lean on God, which is what's amazing about prayer. Is I can ask God, be a God, change my wife or turn her heart towards you, help her to un- to lean on your understanding and not her own. And so that's how I would pray. Instead of just reading the scripture, I would pray the things that the scripture's um, talking about, talking about mm-hmm. that you would trust in the Lord with all your heart, that you would lean not on your understanding, that you would acknowledge him so that he'll make your path straight and that you'll recognize that. Mm-hmm. And just praying that for you daily, actually. So actually, as you're explaining this, I'm realizing that there's been times in the morning when we get together with the kids and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, mom has this day where she's yeah. going to go right and work and we want to pray for her. This literally just happened like a few days ago and oh, yeah. you prayed a very similar prayer to what this is saying and it wasn't word for word like it wasn't you read the scripture over me it's the but, same idea but it was the I concept, wasn't meaning to read pray this but, but it was the concept yeah. of of being intentional to pray that i would lean on god um even in my mm-hmm. work situation so that's really encouraging mm-hmm. and it's cool to know that i i'm just thinking like and for those listening when we're intentional about praying the word of god over our spouse it it comes mm-hmm. out all the time. It's not like a one-time thing. Like as yeah, whether I, I'm like thinking specifically of this verse, the word I God understand is, the concept of it because I've read it and prayed it right. before. And it's I in our heart. Yeah. In our so hearts, you're thinking yeah. that way. And so your mind is just on that it's track really for us. It's so cool. We just wanted to take a quick break to ask you if you are enjoying this content, would you please leave a star review and a comment review? This helps us spread the word about Marriage After God and, and just all the episodes that we have to offer. And we would love uh, just to get that reach out there. So please, again, if you have a moment, just um, take that time to leave a star review and a comment review for us. Thank you so much and enjoy the rest of the episode. Okay, so really I'm going to go next. Yep. And my first verse is Proverbs 15:33. Says the fear of the Lord is instruction and wisdom and humility comes before honor. So this is a short mm. simple verse, but essentially it's just praying that you would have a humble, teachable mm. spirit, that you would walk in wisdom, that you That's would have a heart of humility, not just with me, but with our children, with yeah. our neighbors, with our friends, in our community, and that you would just be, be a man that seeks after wisdom, that operates in wisdom, hmm. that um, which the beginning of that is the fear of the Lord, so yeah. you're walking in His ways, and that um, that you would have a humble heart. Yeah. What benefit would that be for our kids and for you if I walked that way? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is that you'd be walking in an understanding way. You would be so um, compassionate mm-hmm. and gentle in the way that you respond to us and in the way that you mm-hmm. lead us and guide us. And so um, I can just see how this would make you a man um, after God's own heart, a man who yeah. wants to be like him in, in his character, and that would come out in the way that you interact with mm-hmm. us. That's good because you know it says the instruction in, in wisdom, which is the word of God. So you're you're also praying mm-hmm. that I like I'm Art in, in the, the word, word. yeah, because yeah. I'm getting the wisdom from that. Yeah. And then the humility part. Um, th- what the first thing I thought of when I heard the hu- word humility is um, that the Bible tells us that um, 
pride comes before a fall. Mm. And so like if I fall as your husband, technically the family falls with me. Like I'm I'm going to bring it down. I'm going to, so praying for humility for me essentially protects us. Mm -hmm. If I'm walking in humbleness, Mm -hmm. then I'm not going to be walking in a way that's going to cause me to fall Mm -hmm. or stumble. One, it says humility comes before honor, which means honor's coming. Right, if when I'm walking walk in this humility way. and humbleness before the Lord yeah. with wisdom and fear. Yeah. So that's that's great. And I want you to be an honorable man. So Yeah, I want to be good. that too. You are. <laughs> Thank you. So that's a really good one. It starts off with this idea of fear, mm-hmm. fearing the Lord, mm-hmm. and, and come, that comes wisdom and, and walking in humility. And um, and so my next verse is in also in Proverbs. It's Pro- Proverbs 14, 26. And it says, In the fear of the Lord, one has strong confidence and his children will have a refuge. Or if I was to pray this, I'd say her children mm-hmm. has a strong refuge. And so the fear part again, the fear of the Lord. It's funny that we, we did this together. We didn't plan that part. <laughs> um, but that you would have the fear of the Lord um, so that you'd have strong confidence. Mm-hmm. I know that for you and for many women, confidence is a big issue. Because mm-hmm. when the enemy comes in and just t- preaches lies to us and your confidence gets Tore down your confidence as a, as a mother, mm-hmm. a wife, as a friend, as, you know, as a so Christian. Many different ways. <laughs> all these different levels, like as a cook, as a you know, as a gardener. Like when the confidence gets tore down, and you've been dealing with the garden. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, you know, you feel totally weak. Yeah. You know, and when you're not confident, when you're not weak, same with me. Our children don't feel secure mm, when they're like, you know, where's mom at? And maybe they don't understand exactly, like thinking like, oh, mom's not confident right now. But the the lack of confidence comes out in every aspect of your life. I was going to say, I, I know exactly what you're talking about and it affects me emotionally. Mm-hmm. And so it, I can even see how it would affect our relationship and the way that oh, maybe yeah. I respond to you or interact with you, which will then affect the kids. So my prayer would be that you would have a, a, a strong, a fear of the Lord mm-hmm. that would bring you a strong confidence. I love that. So you'd say, you know what? I, all this stuff that I, I don't feel confident, I know I am confident in the Lord mm-hmm. and he loves me. Mm-hmm. And he, he takes care of me and he believes in me and he's making me better every single day and he's transforming me and renewing me so that you would be confident because I know that um, confidence affects everyone, mm-hmm. lack of confidence. Mm-hmm. But for you, I, I want you to be confident. I want you to believe, you know, stand firm where you are with God and with us and so that you can serve our home and, and walk confidently and that our kids, they would have a refuge in our home. So of course I'd be praying this for myself as well, but <laughs> but I, I think confidence was when I when I was thinking of scripture, I was thinking confidence for mm. you, um, and whether I sp- I pray this exact verse or you pray this exact verse for your spouse, um, praying for confidence is a biblical thing that we would have confidence, but it comes from a fear of the Lord. Yeah. So that was my number two. Awesome. Well, my number two is found in Psalms one eighteen five. It says, out of my distress, I called on the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me free. When I read this, I thought about sin and I thought Mm -hmm. about, you know, all the the struggles of life and things that come our way. Um, But you kind of having to take the lead in that, in um, addressing issues or Mm -hmm. confronting problems or having your own sin that you're dealing with, you know, in the first half of our marriage, um, there was a really big sin of pornography in your life. And I wanted so badly to see you set free from that. And so my prayer for Mm -hmm. you in Psalm 118.5 is that in any of your distress, in any hardship or struggle or temptation of sin, you would first call out to the Lord and that you would be set free, that you would receive that freedom. Right, I love that. The, and the, the freedom side of it, there's many verses on the idea of freedom. We, we, we should do an episode on it, actually. That'd be cool. Um, praying that over me 
and for me. And you have, I think you, I feel like you have consistently prayed that for me since the beginning of mm-hmm. our marriage, even before our marriage, because yeah. you knew about some of my yeah. struggles before then. Yeah. Uh, it didn't happen right when you want it to happen, but it did happen. Yeah. God did set me free. Mm-hmm. I finally, my mind was, you know, renewed in the understanding of what the Bible's already said about me. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that you consistently prayed freedom over me and also prayed that I would seek the Lord. Yeah. Because that, I did, and I cried out, and I was like, okay, Lord, I, I'm not doing something right. Mm-hmm. I, I need your help. Mm-hmm. Um, is good. So there's, there's many areas. It was, it's not just pornography for uh, right. many no, people. It, it could be, so many different areas. It could be food. It could be, you know, alcohol, drugs. It could be anger. Mm-hmm. It could be bitterness. It could be, you know, those those strongholds that we have. Mm-hmm. And, and just praying for freedom for those people. Mm-hmm. And praying also that they realize that they're already free for the yeah. believer. Yeah. Which is amazing. And that's what our, our, what our freedom episode should be about. That'd be really cool. Yeah. So you touched a little bit on how I was um, consistent in praying that mm-hmm. you would be set free from certain things. And they didn't happen overnight. It wasn't like one, you know, one, right. one prayer did the job. It was, it was a heart of prayer that a fervent, yep, carried me through yeah. and carried you through, um, that time period. And so that, I just want that to be an encouragement to all those listening that, you know, sometimes our prayers are years long. Sometimes they're months long. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes it happens the first time, which is awesome. And God, you know, gives us that, but there's other times where we just need to be faithful to be praying mm-hmm. for one another and to have that hope that, that we will receive that prayer. And yeah, that, I think of that, that verse that says, don't, do not grow weary in doing good. Yeah. Like, don't grow weary in praying. Yeah. Praying is a good thing. Yeah. Like, asking the Lord um, and His will for someone's yeah. life, yeah. is that's truly loving that person, saying, you know what, God, I, I love this person, and I desire to see your will be done in their life yeah. in these areas. I just yeah. ha- I had to I had to chime in and just say, like, if you are mm. already have been praying for years of a specific thing, don't stop. You know, be faithful to that prayer yeah. and that God is going to to answer it. And that pray you, harder, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like pray more. Yeah, pray for yeah, like like step it up a notch yeah. and say, Lord, I'm going to keep coming after you yeah. and asking. Don't give up. Yeah, don't give up in your prayer. That's good. So my number three verse, my third verse, um, this is. On Ephesians 5.22, uh, Ephesians 5.22 through 33 is the like definitive husband, mar- and, wife hu- husband and wife verses. And the reason I pray this verse, and I'm going to read it to you first, it's Ephesians 5.22. It says, wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. So... The reason I pray this, uh, you know, our pastor always says, um, when it comes to verses like this, where it's say it's speaking to the wives, right? It's not speaking to me, it's speaking to the wives. Um, he says, read your own mail. Oh. <laughs> so instead of me looking at this and reading, you know, verse 22 through 24 and saying, Jennifer, this is, a, this is what you should do. <laughs> I should read my mail, which is 25 through 33. And I should, and I should read it and be like, oh, this is what God wants me to do. Mm-hmm. And that's how it should work. But praying God's will for my wife and say, and asking the Lord, Lord, teach my wife and give her, give her a joy in walking in the role and the, and the, and the order that you've called her to. Would you not as a wife, um, you know, want, or would you not as a husband want your wife to pray, you know, verses 25 to 33 over you? And as a wife, wouldn't it be good to be like, God, teach my husband to love me as Christ loves the church. It's all good. <laughs> it's, it's so good. So, good. so instead of me trying to like lord it over you and, and say, no, you need to do this. You need mm-hmm. to submit to me. I'd much rather have the Holy Spirit teach you that. Mm-hmm. And I'd much rather say, Lord, 
This is my heart. I pray that my wife would be, would have a joy and a peace and a security in walking in what you have called her to walk in. And you know what happens when I pray that? Mm. I often feel like, okay, am I being the guy, the man that God's called me to be? Mm. It just immediately switches my mind to that. But this is something that I think it's it's good for us to be praying over people or over our spouses. You know, me praying for for my wife. Um, what God would desire for you to, to walk in. as a, It's going to benefit you because you're going to be obedient to the Word of God. And it's going to benefit me because you're walking in your role. Mm. And I would desire that you would pray my mail over me. Yeah. That you would ask God to change me That's that good. I would love you as Christ loves the church. So, um, yeah, this is something I do pray. I think it's really great, especially now in nowadays culture where it doesn't yeah. really um, advocate for for you know a woman to be submissive to a man, mm-hmm. her husband, um, or even for a husband to love and cherish his wife. Like we just don't get those positive influences yeah. like we should. Um, we don't get those messages sent, you know. And so for for you to be praying this over me, I I, I like it. And I'll be honest, mm-hmm. I struggle with submission sometimes. I I don't have always have a heart that is yielded to you or to mm-hmm. God. And so I think it's important that you are praying this over me that I would um, step into those roles and, and enjoy them and you know mm-hmm. serve God in that way and so um, yeah well as we talked that. about um, a couple episodes ago about our marriage being a ministry this is a part of our ministry mm-hmm. walking in these roles because it's saying um, submit to your husbands as Christ, you know as, as the church submits to Christ which mm-hmm. is the head of the church mm-hmm. you know you're representing yeah. the church yeah. you're, you're a picture a symbol a spiritual symbol of the church and I'm a spiritual symbol of, of Christ mm-hmm. and our relationship together is a spiritual symbol of the gospel yeah that's powerful and so why would I not want to pray that you're walking in the ministry that God's given you and that mm-hmm. and you be praying that I'm walking in the ministry that I'm to be called to um, so that we can be a ministry to the world mm-hmm. and, a, and, a, and an accurate symbol of the gospel that's our hearts you know that's what the whole idea of marriage after God is about yeah. Yeah. is walking in this ministry of um, our marriages being ministries to the world mm-hmm. and to each other and to our children um, for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. So, uh, so yeah, that's something as husbands, I think we should be praying for our wives is that they would find a joy and a, and a peace and a security um, in their roles that God's given them. And I, I'm just going to go on and we should be praying that we ourselves mm-hmm. are walking in what the Bible tells us to, that we would read our own mail. Mm-hmm. Because when we read it, when we walk in, our, in what the Bible's told us to walk in, we create an environment that is safe for our wives to walk in That's there. Um, now, we don't not walk in our roles if the, if the spouse isn't, yeah. but we could be praying that our spouse is, you know, walking in what this says. Okay, so for my next verse, it's uh, found in Isaiah 41.10. It's another one of my favorite verses in the Bible. I just love this, and I think that's because I struggle with fear. Mm -hmm. You don't really struggle with fear as much, but I still like to pray this over you because there can be times when I sense that you're stressed or... Maybe it's why I don't struggle with fear because you pray for me so much. (laughs) Okay, so it's um, Isaiah 41.10, and it says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Mm -hmm. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And even though this says... Mm -hmm. You, and it's kind of directing the message. I feel like when I read it, it's for me. Um, mm-hmm. I like to just um, pray it over you and say, you know, I've got, I want you to help him. I want you to walk with him. I want you to um, uphold him mm-hmm. with your hand. So um, I, again, I, I know that you don't struggle with fear very much, but it's still something that I like to pray over you and pray that um, you wouldn't, you wouldn't struggle with insecurities mm-hmm. or doubt or fear or any yeah. of those um, kind of like a negative, negative emotions that can 
can bombard people all the time. Well, you don't know this, but I, I do. I not, maybe not fear like I'm afraid, but definitely when I when I hear this, you know, the dismayed or um, being strengthened. Mm-hmm. Um, there's oftentimes I don't feel strong enough mm-hmm. to, you know, disciple my children well, or to love you well, or to do all of the jobs you know that we have, or to take care of the home, or to you know. So yeah. there's there's plenty of times I may not say it or look like it, but um, I definitely. I'm fearful sometimes okay. like, okay, Lord, are, you know, what are we doing? Is this going to keep working? Are we going to, you know, you know, be able to make it? Is, are things going to keep going the way they've been going or am I, are we going to have to change? So that's good to know. And I know how to pray yeah, for you yeah, even better. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I, I, <laughs> I look stronger than I am. Uh, well, even the way that you talk and act sometimes with us, even though we're like pretty, um, we, we communicate pretty deeply, right. but there's still things that I'm learning about you even after 11 years of yeah, marriage. So I appreciate that you would, yeah. that I, I would always love that you would pray over me for not being afraid and that I would have strength um, and that God would uphold me because I get the weakest when I'm doing it in my own strength. Yeah. And so that I would re- be reminded to mm-hmm. do it in his strength and not mine mm-hmm. um, so that I could, you know, rest in yeah. his, his goodness and his what he's able to do, not what I'm able to do. Mm-hmm. So. And I hope this is a, an encouragement for those wives whose husbands struggle with like anxiety or yeah. or fear. And um, maybe you know you you know right off the bat you like mm-hmm. my husband needs this verse. Um, you can write this verse out and encourage him with it. I had a friend do that for me one time, and it was super mm-hmm. encouraging for that time period that I was wrestling with fear. Um, but wives, you can do that for your husbands. Awesome. Okay, so my fourth verse is. Ephesians 6.10. And it says this. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. So going back to that confidence thing, the next level is that strength. And it's funny that you just prepared the strength <laughs> for me. Um, we didn't plan this, I swear. We didn't. I know. He picked um, his and I picked mine. And we yeah, just thought, we um, But sure. with, you, you do so much mm-hmm. in this home. You know, teaching our kids, feeding our kids, you know, taking care of the house, uh, doing your ministry online, talking to women, mm-hmm. um, the, the role you played at our, at our church, the, just everything you do, you know, I, I want you to be strong. And I want you to remember where your strength comes from, that you're strong in the Lord, not in your own strength. So why don't you now give me your number four verse? Okay, so my number four, I hope it's not cheating. I tried lumping a lot into one. Um, no, so, it's efficient. I know. Yeah, when, it's you, when you do it, yeah. So it's found in Galatians 5, 22 through 24, and it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, mm. kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law, and those who belong to Christ mm. Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So again, this is a lot in one but it's yeah. precise. It's to the point. And something that we always um, encourage each other with is, mm. hey, walk in the spirit. You actually, yeah. I feel like you, you say it to me and the kids more than anything, but it's good. Why is it to us? You say it's it to not, us as a family. Yeah. yeah. Like you encourage us. Let's walk in the spirit. That's how today. you lead us. Yeah. And I love that because yeah, you remind us, hey, let's walk in mm-hmm. the spirit today. Um, but all of these things are, 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 it's fruitfulness that I want to see in your life. I want you to be mm. a husband who walks in love with me, who is um, a joy to be around and enjoys being around me, who's patient yeah, and I kind. Yeah, need the patience one often. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've done, you've grown yeah. a lot in patience over the years. Thank goodness I've been praying this for you. Just kidding. Um, but kindness and goodness and faithfulness and mm-hmm. self-control, all these things are so yeah. vital, not just to y- your life and your character because you're a reflection of mm-hmm. who God is to the world. You know, you're a beacon mm-hmm. of hope and light and and love 
and uh, you have this ministry of reconciling the world to God, mm-hmm. right? And so I just, I'm encouraged to see this kind of fruitfulness in your life, that you would walk in the Spirit, and that, like, at the end it says, you would crucify the flesh with its passions and desires, right. that you'd be willing to lay those things down to lead us as a family, yeah. to lead me as a wife, and to walk and follow God. Well, and the, as the Bible tells us, like, that our flesh wages war against the Spirit, mm-hmm. but the way we let the Spirit win is we walk in the Spirit mm-hmm. and not the flesh. Yeah. So that that's good. It kind of it says, walk it this way. And crucify your flesh. Yeah. <laughs> so, so thank you for praying for that for yeah. me to remind me daily that I do need to crucify my, my flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as as Jesus says, take up your cross and follow me, mm-hmm. um, and walk in the Spirit. And I, and I think this is the the thing that we pray the most mm-hmm. is that we as a family would walk in the Spirit. Yeah. Okay. So why don't you read your last verse? Okay. My last verse is uh, Philippians four verses four through eight. It's kind of like your last verse. It's a, bit, it's a big lump <laughs> hey. of stuff. Um, and it says this. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And so this, I I wanted to just do the first part of it, but I feel like the second part was the solution. kept reading. Yeah, I just kept (laughs) reading. I was like, I'm going to just, this is a good good verse. So this idea, like you've struggled with anxiety a lot in your life, um, especially in seasons of being pregnant or postpartum. And so my prayer for you is that not only would you not be anxious, but that you would learn to pray when you're anxious, that you would give your anxieties to the Lord. Going to God first. And that you would accept His peace that surpasses all understanding. Mm -hmm. So instead of living in the anxieties, Mm -hmm. you would live in the peace Mm -hmm. by giving Him your anxieties. And then not only praying when you're anxious and giving those anxieties to God, but also learning to think about the good things. Mm -hmm. So you're over here with the fears and the anxieties and the things that are like just, oh, that you would instead, you know, whatever is true, honorable, pure, lovely, commendable, praiseworthy, that you would learn to to think on those things. So not just give God your fears, but but also think on the good things. I love this. I think that you should have to pray this over me every day for the rest of my <laughs> life. If I could just walk in this way, I, I think yeah. things would be awesome. And sometimes I do, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of times that I don't. And so I think that the thoughtfulness, as you're reading this, mm-hmm. and I know that you're praying this for me, I think the thoughtfulness, knowing that you know me so well, that you know mm-hmm. that I struggle with anxiety, that you would have a heart to pray this over me is really important. Yeah. And I just wanted to point that out because I think for those listening, um, it's important to know your spouse and to know the things that they're going through. Mm-hmm. And as as you're reading scripture or if verses come to your mind when a specific circumstance is happening or your, your spouse is just mm-hmm. wrestling in a certain way, it's really cool that the word of God can can comfort us in this way that, that we can mm-hmm. be praying specifically for our spouse to help these kinds of areas. Yeah, awesome. and I was, I was thinking, you know, uh, and a little tip for you, when you go to sit down and pray about what scriptures you'd like to begin to pray over your spouse, ask God, say, God, what does my husband, what does my wife need? Mm. You know, what's going to bless them? What's going to benefit them? What's your will for their life? So that when you open this up, you're going to look for it and be like, hey, you know, my wife needs peace. Mm. You know, she struggles with anxiety. I'm going to pray this over my wife. So ask God to show you. 
Ask God to reveal to you what his will is for them, what he desires for them, so that you could pray that for them. Because the Bible, what God wants is he doesn't want us just to pray for anything. Mm-hmm. He desires us to pray what he wants. Yeah. And so ask him, say, what do you want, God, mm-hmm. for my spouse? And then and ask him to, to guide you. And, and when you're reading, like you said, you know, write down, man, like, oh, my husband would totally, I'm going to pray this for him. And as you're reading, maybe just pray right then. Yeah. You know, when, you, when you're inspired to do so. Um, so that was my number five. So now what's your number five? Okay, my last one. Here we go. It's found in 1 Corinthians 16, 13 through 14. And it says, Be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. Let all that you mm. do be done in love. Mm. And it's a simple verse. Again, straightforward mm. and to the point. Um, I good. love this. To act like men. You, yeah. yeah I, <laughs> I want you, you to act like a man. No. Yeah. No, it's um, true though. That's, <laughs> I think that's a good that, prayer for me to I, act like a man. Well, I think that, um, you know, in, again, going back to today's culture and the kind of, mm-hmm. um, the kind of messages that yeah. are being sent, it is really important that we encourage our men to be the the man that God desires them to be, that He created mm-hmm. them to be, and um, well, real quick, I just want to say something to this: the act okay. like a man thing. Okay. Uh, because of the, if we think about the curses in the Garden of Eden, um, it said that the wife is going to have um, that Eve is going to have increased child pains, and then it says that the man's going to you know have to work the ground with his hands. Yeah, our natural flesh is to go against that. Yeah. That I want to be lazy, that I want to just relax, I just want to flip on the, the TV, I just want to, I don't want to do those things. So I think it's an awesome prayer that I would be a man mm-hmm. and that I would take the responsibility to be like, no, I can't be lazy right now. I gotta, mm-hmm. I want to go, you know, disciple my children. I want to go play with my kids, which, yeah. you know, th- those are the things that men do. Yeah. I need to love you. I need to like, so I think that's an awesome thing. Yeah. It and goes I think against just, our flesh and it goes against the current world. It does. And I think it's just a call to maturity. I think it's just oh, yeah. as we, we go throughout our years together that mm-hmm. I would see you as a man of maturity, that I can and see the growth want, yeah. in your life, that I can see you um, pressing into God and reading his word mm. and understanding it and um, acting like a man, acting yeah. like, a, acting like yeah. a biblical man. Yeah. And, um, it says, stand firm in the faith, you know, a man that stands firm, that, that you're not wavering and tossed back and forth by theology yes. or ideology or anything else that this world can throw at you, but that you're, you're going to stand firm, um, in the faith. And then lastly, that everything that you do is done in love so that you're mm. a man of love. Um, I just love that. Yeah. Cause naturally I want to do things with like an iron fist or with like harshness. Sometimes or like there's are, a bit of yeah. harshness, but, um, but yeah, I just, yeah. I think that both of us can walk in love just like we talk about Mm -hmm. walking in the spirit more often and just um Mm -hmm. again that's a call for maturity that's for us to understand what god's will is for both of us and that we would uh, Mm -hmm. be intentional to walk in that way in our relationship yeah and so i think the last thought i'd like to give before we close out is um we have an enemy Mm -hmm. and of course uh my enemy our enemy is going to not want me to be watchful he's not going to want me to be standing firm He's going to be weak and like, you know, wishy-washy. Uh, he's not going to want me to act like a man or be strong. He's going to want me to be weak, mm-hmm. right? He's going to want you to be full of anxiety. And the reason he wants this is because he wants us to be ineffective for the ministry God has for us as marriages after God. Mm-hmm. And so the prayer, this, what we're doing when we pray like this is it's protection, it's safety. It's us, in, you know, being empowered and allowing God to be here and allowing our spirits to be strengthened and, and so that we can walk the way God wants us to walk so we could do what God wants us to do and be who he wants us to be. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just, it's good. Like, you know, you praying that for me, it helps me not be susceptible to the enemy. It helps me to walk that way, especially when we're together doing this. Yeah. You know? Well, and as we're praying these scriptures, I feel like it's, um, 
impossible to not then be reflective mm. in your own heart and say, well, am I walking this way as well? And so I think yeah. that that's important too, that as we pray scripture, that we are actually praying the same prayers over ourselves. Amen. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Not that I would act like a man, but that, yeah. you know, I would act like a biblical woman. A woman, woman. a biblical, biblical woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we, we might not be able to pray these verses verbatim, <laughs> but we can definitely pray the principles and the ideas and the spiritual connotations. Yeah over our spouses. Yeah. So the last thing that we wanted to share with you guys is just a reminder that we have these resources mm. for you. Um, 31 prayers for my husband and 31 prayers for my wife. We call it the marriage prayer challenge because it takes a month to get yep. through. You pray the, these prayers every day for a month. You and write your own prayer in the journal lines. Yep. It's really encouraging. There's some challenges in there along the way. And it, we've, we've heard and seen the reviews from mm-hmm. people that have walked through these. Some of them have gone through them multiple times and it's just been an encouragement and a, and a stimulant for them to have a good habit of prayer for each other in marriage. Mm-hmm. And so we just wanted to in- extend that invitation to you. You can get those at marriageaftergod.com forward slash challenge. Thanks for joining us this week for our episode on verses to pray over your spouse. And we look forward to seeing you next week. Did you enjoy today's show? If you did, it would mean the world to us if you could leave us a review on iTunes. Also, if you're interested, you can find many more encouraging stories and resources at marriageaftergod.com. And let us help you cultivate an extraordinary marriage. Do you desire to pray more for your spouse? Do you desire to pray more with your spouse? We understand that you may not know where to start, or maybe you feel uncomfortable praying, or maybe you don't know what to pray, or maybe you simply want to add something more to your current prayer life. This is why we wrote The Marriage Gift, 365 Prayers for Our Marriage. We desire that it would be used as a daily reminder and catalyst for you and your spouse to grow a dynamic and consistent prayer life together. This book is a compilation of 365 unique and powerful prayers that cover a range of diverse topics that every marriage deals with. You can read it alone, or ideally, you read it with your spouse. Also, we hope that the topics that are brought up in these prayers would become a starting point for deeper and more intimate conversations with your spouse and a desire to seek God on these matters together. Visit themarriagegift.com today and order your copy and give your marriage the greatest gift, powerful and meaningful prayer. Visit themarriagegift.com today.